I have a dream. I had the best words. Not for the best. World, 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 war three. Not for the best. Under the doctrine of multiculturalism. Go back where you came from. Not for the best. The arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards nuclear holocaust. Retreat from the world. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. Retreat from the world. Those who forget history are going to be fine. Alternative facts. That is no such thing. With a bang. I am become death. The despair of worlds. Retreat from the world. World War Three. I wish I was dead. Welcome to Not With a Bang, the show about how actually, probably with a bang, it's looking like. Uh, I'm Lance Turnbull, and joining me, as he simply never does not, it's renowned comedian, satirist, television host, podcast host, writer, and one assumes, reader, it's Pat McCaffrey. (laughs) Hello, Lance, how are you? I haven't written anything on the script for how I am, so I'm just going to... And joining us once again on the show (laughs) is a comedian of all sorts, stand-up, improvised... Stood whilst improvised. <laughs> Seated while scripted. Seated whilst improvised. And many more. It's Matt Young. Hello, Lance. How are you? <laughs> this is confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was so many things. Yeah. <laughs> You're not in a box. No, no. I'm boxless. Uh, and also joining us is some idiot that I just stand up with. It's Lindsay Moderum. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also here. I feel like those intros really petered out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge to the form. <laughs> uh, well, since uh, since we have last spoken, I went to Adelaide, right? Where I'm from originally. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, to do Fringe, right? Uh, and Fridge was fine, but my abiding memory of being in Adelaide was being a Saturday night, uh, my partner had flown over from Melbourne to be with me, Saturday night at 3am and we're lining up for Zambreros and there's this like really preppy, like 19 year old privately educated kid in front of me with like a blazer and like a horn rim, you know, those fancy glasses, right? And he turns around to my boyfriend and I just in the line, no context for this. He just goes, just my luck lads. The two women I've been talking to all night lesbians <laughs> and he pointed to these two women in front of him in the line right uh, and I'm not saying that they were not lesbians but I am saying that his gaydar was definitely off because he referred to me and my boyfriend as lads yeah. <laughs> that has never happened right I was going from strength to strength oh my god yeah and so like he said that and then like he was trying to talk to these two women who wanted nothing to do with him and then, like, one of their, I assume, boyfriends walked in. They started making out aggressively. And he was still like, oh, maybe this is a fiction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they, like, they walk off order, like, finish or whatever. So, like, we're now directly behind this kid. And he, uh, he orders and goes to pay with his card, right? And it gets declined. Uh, and he tries again, it gets declined. And then he goes, oh, sorry, I'm just going to have to call my bank. And I'm like... It's 3am on a Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) What bank is open? 3am on a Saturday. Anyway, so my boyfriend's ahead of me. He pays and like he uh, goes like stands outside. And so now it's just me and this kid. And so I pay and then I, look, we were a bit drunk, but like I thought I was being like super James Bond sleuth about this. And I just like leant over and looked at him. My boyfriend informs me that I was basically just like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I see him get his phone out and he goes to like contacts in his phone and he goes to B for bank and he calls up bank rings it and he says 
Hi, mum. I just need you to transfer oh, $10. <laughs> like, fuck, unless your mother is actually the CEO of a bank, that is disrespectful. It's so cruel putting a contact in bank. bank. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, like, grab his phone and just yell at everyone in Zambreros. This is a bad son. <laughs> also, he's wearing a blazer. Yeah, yeah. It's 3am on a Saturday. What's wrong with you? I can't believe she answered. Oh, uh, that's the other thing. What parent is a... Like, I suppose if your son rings at 3 a.m., maybe you assume the worst because you don't know your safest bank in his phone. I can't afford a burrito. <laughs> My God. I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, that is my abiding memory of the Adelaide Fridge. I love Adelaide. It's a beautiful little city. It's a nice place. Mm. Especially because the Zambreros is right in the middle of town mm. and you can easily get there. Yeah. That's a big problem we have in Melbourne is that you can't walk to Zambreros all the time. Yeah. But I want a big burrito. Most livable city, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of the things that gets Adelaide ranked in that list. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you can walk to Zambrero. So. Yeah, it's pretty much up there. Yeah. One of their key criteria is like distance from Zambrero. <laughs> Does Zambrero sponsor the most livable cities contest? Is that what we're saying? Uh, we've, we've gone in deep here, gentlemen. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we've now been doing this podcast for a bit over a year, so I thought before we get into the, the, the main portion of the episode, we should celebrate the one and a bit year anniversary of Not With A Bang by revisiting some of our favourite moments from the last year of episodes. Ah, memories. <laughs> Well, in other big diplomatic news this week, Donald Trump and alternative universe Donald Trump, Kim Jong-un, are in discussions to hold a meeting before May to try and resolve the diplomatic crisis on the Korean Peninsula. And in a sense, I feel like these talks are very much like the North Korean missile tests that have uh, contributed to the situation. Like, sure, very little prospect of success. The whole thing will probably only inflame the situation, but fuck, it's worth a shot and something crazy will probably come of it, right? Absolutely. Uh, And in the meantime, Trump is talking about the prospect that North Korea will denuke, in his words, which is definitely not his way of avoiding stumbling over the word denuclearization. (laughs) 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 I can just say denuke, that's fine. They won't know. Um, uh, And while uh, North Korea's goals at this stage are a little less obvious than uh, America's goal of having the North denuke. I suppose North Korea's goals probably involve, like, food and <laughs> less acid rain. Um, but the big question, and I will throw this open, the big question about the North Korea-USA meeting is where they would actually meet. Sambrero. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's not walking distance? That's why North Korea ranks so low. <laughs> One, lack of Zambreros. <laughs> Two, lack of food for people at Zambreros to make burritos with. <laughs> Three, uh, fascist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously no one wants to give up home ground advantage no. in this situation. You know, like if you're Kim Jong-un hosting the meeting in North Korea, it means that you deny President Trump access to McDonald's. Yeah. Wi-Fi, American cable, uh, which, you know, without Fox and Friends, how will the president know what to do. He's basically flying blind, right? Um, And if you're Trump, your home ground advantage is you don't want to miss the opportunity that Kim Jong-un and his entire diplomatic contingent will be so distracted by running water and electricity that they would just sign (laughs) anything you put in front of them. Um, So there was a very real chance that this meeting, I suppose, would have to take place at like a neutral venue. And I've got three ideas. One, Liechtenstein. 
has to be on the table, right? <laughs> Very neutral venue. Sixth smallest country in the world and is doubly landlocked. Double protection. Just saying. Second, Honduras. Weather this time of year? Fantastic. But Honduras also has the world's highest murder rate, which <laughs> just adds a little spice to the visit. You know? like, like the element of danger creates a certain chemistry. You know? It's like having sex after an earthquake. You know, it's fantastic. <laughs> Last location, my house. <laughs> just always wanted to meet a world leader. And this is probably the best bet. Plus, I reckon I'd get five minutes of decent stand-up out of it. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but really, I was like, last suggestion for organizing this meeting, get FIFA involved. <laughs> because <laughs> if they can arrange a World Cup in Qatar, then they can find a venue that these two people will agree to meet in. Um, the only other news out of Trump's America this week was his decision to impose tariffs on imported steel and aluminium. That's aluminium. That's how you say it. <laughs> aluminium. Forget Middle Eastern military follies. It's shit like this, an advertisement that makes me hate the West. Anyway. But Pat, I heard it was aluminum. The- we are listeners may not be able to see this we are in an apartment building I will throw you off (laughs) Um, but uh, because that's the hot I will not leave this aluminum and and advertisement are just really lazy ways of of mispronouncing it's not like you know it's not like uh, tomato tomato like that's just an accent thing this is just laziness I propose a compromise yeah aluminum <laughs> Just remove more letters. That makes, for some reason, that makes me less angry than aluminum. <laughs> it's got to finish with em. It can't end with yeah. um. That's the real problem yeah, with aluminum. Yeah, true. Yeah. It doesn't fit the pattern. Aluminum. What if we just called it can metal? <laughs> Aluminium sounds like the sort of metal that would exist on a planet in the outer realms of a Star Trek episode. (laughs) Right, it's got a bit lazy in season nine. (laughs) Yeah, as I was saying, the tariffs on uh, steel and aluminium. Uh, Now it appears that these tariffs won't apply to Australian steel, uh, although there was initial concern that they would, which would have had disastrous economic consequences for jobs here, potentially jobs in America. Uh, And one prominent Australian economist produced modelling suggesting that the hardest hit state by the decision to impose steel tariffs on Australia would have been Western Australia. Huh. Okay, now I'm all for these tariffs again. (laughs) Because Western Australia is a mercury-like hellhole populated by racists, miners, and South Africans, which is a longer way of saying racists, miners, and even more hardened racists. (laughs) Western Australia is a vacuum of enlightenment and empathy whose citizens deserve to waste the rest of their lives watching Prices Right reruns, eating microwave meals for one, and waiting for death. The sooner Western Australia makes good on its continual talk of seceding from the rest of Australia, the better. They secede, the rest of the country invades, enslaves their people, and puts them to work extracting the valuable minerals they have in the ground so that we can sell it to China. <laughs> I went to Perth once and it sucked. <laughs> I've just had another thought about, about the steel tariffs, though. Yeah. If they put in their, you know, legal documentation, I don't know how laws work, uh, <laughs> but, 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 but they write... There is a there is a tariff of X dollars on aluminum, and we're like, we ain't got well, the aluminum, yeah. bro. We've only got aluminium, <laughs> so no tariffs for us. See you later. See you later. You could bank on someone in that administration to misspell steel as well, <laughs> with an A. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so used to white collar crime. I just... <laughs> So, Martin Shkreli, so-called farmer bro and also so-called most hated man in America, is going to jail for seven years. 
A little Shkreli recap for you. Shkreli became notorious in 2015 when he cornered the market on a drug used mostly by babies and AIDS patients, then hiked the price from $13.50 a pill to $750 a pill. Savvy. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't capitalism funny? (laughs) But his infamy really spiked after he made a bunch of bizarre TV appearances, smugly defending his decision, which he didn't have to do. He didn't have to appear on TV at all. He could have just hid in the shadows like most people on Wall Street do. Yeah, but what's the point? <laughs> That's the thing. You want to be able to flaunt what you're doing in front of people. It's that risk, yeah? I mean, what good is just millions of yeah. dollars? Exactly. <laughs> it's like what I saying before. Sex after an earthquake. It's that risk of you. <laughs> I want to have sex after an earthquake. So I'm going to arrange an earthquake. <laughs> Uh, and then after that, he settled into a career as a Milo Yiannopoulos-style Twitter troll. In one tweet, he put out a hit on Hillary Clinton's hair, in which he offered to pay $5,000 per hair. Which I like because he wasn't limiting himself to just one, like for a witch's potion or whatever. <laughs> he was willing to pay for as many as he could get. I like that if you could take uh, five hairs and just cut them in half until yeah. you got ten. <laughs> Also, of the two presidential candidates, he wants the hair of Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Like, Surely yeah. Trump's is yeah. more worth more. It's gold, for God's sake. <laughs> Just for the scientific benefit alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, is there any human DNA attached to it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it also turned out that he had paid $2 million for the only copy of the Wu-Tang Clan album, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, but then claimed that he wouldn't play the album, and then tweeted that he would play the album, but only if Taylor Swift, quote, wants to come over and suck my dick. Fuck you now. I was unaware of that. That Me is too. fantastic. That is charming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so did she? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't research that. I got to be yeah. honest. Uh, well, I haven't heard "Once Upon a Time in Shaolin," so I'm going to say no. <laughs> but Taylor Swift may have. Uh, uh, then he told RZA from the Wu Tang Clan that he would release the album online if Trump was elected. But then Trump was elected, and he didn't release the album online. We just can't trust this guy. <laughs> well, I'm beginning to think. <laughs> so, like, can you imagine when he's 80 trying to describe his life to someone? Like, <laughs> like, what did you do at life, Grandpa? Well, funny story. Like, he's like this weird, bizarre version of like um, Tom Hanks's character in that that film, Forrest Gump. There, yeah. like, where he's just sitting on a park bench narrating the course of history, and he is somehow at the center of like so much fuck shit. I tried. To buy Hillary Clinton's hair. <laughs> <laughs> if you heard him say that on a park bench, you would just call like the mental home and you would get taken away. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Uh, in 2016, he was called to appear before the Oversight and Government Reform Committee for a hearing on prescription drug prices. Uh, presumably so that they could give him a serious talking to about his shady dealings. And he did turn up to face Congress, but whenever they asked him a question, he pleaded the Fifth Amendment, smirked, and nodded silently at them. (laughs) And then then tweeted, I'll answer your questions if Taylor Swift wants to come over and suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. When he left the building... (laughs) When he left the building, he immediately tweeted... Hard to accept that these imbeciles represent the people in our government. <laughs> in that voice. In yeah. that voice. Um, <laughs> is that nearly asking Taylor Swift? Is that his dick? <laughs> no, yeah. That was a misdirect. <laughs> the tweet part. I the tweet part. The tweet part. Yeah. 
feel like he should just pay for sex once. <laughs> uh, it's a special it's a special sort of character thing go into a House of Representatives committee as an advocate for his industry, give them all the silent treatment for no reason, and then walk out and say, What a bunch of idiots, dude. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, we don't like him, uh, but, and we do like that he's in prison, and because his face sucks, and also his surname <laughs> has too many consonants. And also he cried when yeah, he got sentenced. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not why we hate him, but, you know, it's nice that he cried. Oh, right. Because he, yeah. he suffered, and I feel good about that. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And his suffering is our joy. But back, I, I want to ask about the hair thing, because surely he doesn't have a copy of Hillary Clinton's DNA already, so couldn't you have just used... Any sort of blondish, medium-length hair. Yeah, but you know, surely there will be a news report saying Hillary Clinton or Hillary Clinton. Yeah, someone's her head in the next debate. (laughs) (laughs) She's appearing. What was he gonna do with it? Voodoo shit. (laughs) I can only hope. (laughs) Like there's, it should be scrapbooking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe just like a nice doll for himself. But then that is voodoo shit. I think a different kind of doll. Mm. (laughs) More like like Mm. scrapbooking. Yeah, so, but the, but the problem with his going to jail is that he's not going to jail for any of the stuff that I mentioned before. Instead, he's being locked up for lying to investors in his earlier hedge funds, which were apparently basically just Ponzi schemes. So, the moral is, it's perfectly legal to rip off a bunch of AIDS patients and make their life-saving drugs unaffordable, but if you lie to Wall Street investors, you go to jail for almost a decade. Oh, good. For a second, I thought we were, you know, doing the justice or something. Yeah. That's a relief. Mm. Is the justice a dance? (laughs) (laughs) It is. I'll teach it to you later. Excellent. (laughs) It brings down the wrath of God. (laughs) If you're righteous, you've got nothing to worry about. Every time I hear a sentence that starts with do the, I always assume the last word is a dance. (laughs) Time to do the justice, (laughs) y'all. Balance the scales. (laughs) Uh, Katy Perry and a dead nun news now and a nun who is at the centre of a bitter property dispute with singer Katy Perry has collapsed and died in the middle of a court appearance <laughs> Sister Catherine Rose Holzman 89 was in court for a post judgement hearing, don't laugh, this is serious <laughs> for a post judgement hearing when she collapsed this is just the facts Lindsay um, <laughs> in many ways this is tragic <laughs> She was in court for a post-judgment hearing when she collapsed. And to me, this looks ominously like Katy Perry sending a warning. (laughs) She doesn't want to have to kill any more nuns, but she can and will. Because Katy Perry don't play around. Because she was put on this earth to sell records and fuck up nuns. She's all out of records. Swish, motherfuckers. (laughs) But also, she's going to want to be careful, right? Because nuns don't fuck about either. <laughs> They've had whole lifetimes of abstinence to prepare for this. And if you think they'll take this kneeling down, think again. <laughs> it's an amazing story, is my point. <laughs> it's literally my favourite news story I've ever heard. Yeah. Just the concept that you can Google Katy Perry and dead nuns and have thousands of results. The headline I saw was just, Nun says, please stop Katy Perry. <laughs> Before collapsing and dying. That's my point. Katy Perry's killed a nun. Last words. (laughs) She's gone down in history. Maybe Katy Perry's like the devil. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. I think I've read something like that from some (laughs) far-right evangelical Christian blogs. Yeah. Well, Well, they would know. Katy Perry's parents were pastors. 
Yeah. Other things. So she's already fallen yeah. Yeah. from uh, mm. the glory of God. Mm. She kissed a girl famously, yep. which is not cool no. <laughs> to, to Jesus. <laughs> Well, the part that's not cool is that she liked her. Yeah, if sorry. She did, it was like, oh, yeah. She yeah. 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 What else has she done that's bad? She was with Russell Brand for a minute. Oh, that's, that's, that's actually unforgettable. That is actually a, a false idol. <laughs> <laughs> he literally had a show where he called himself Jesus, I'm pretty sure. Oh my yeah. God, Katie Perry's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I can see this episode going mad on those right wing evangelical yeah. Yeah. There's a massive uptick in downloads. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll take any audience. I can't wait to feel the warmth of their vengeful prayers. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Alright, well let's take a little break now to read out some of the wonderful five-star reviews that we've received. Oh. <laughs> uh, and you too can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, and it's just so easy. Just bloody have a go. <laughs> Do your best. You don't, you, you don't even have to be that good at it. You can be a three-star reviewer to leave a five-star review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a common misconception. If you're a, a three-star reviewer, you're probably probably working at the Herald Sun reviewing shows for the Comedy Festival. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bitcoin. It's the delightfully confounding cryptocurrency we all love to be confused about. But what does it all mean? By which I mean, why does everyone keep saying that they don't understand Bitcoin? Because the thing is, I understand Bitcoin just as well as I do any other currency, which is to say, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) My understanding of all monetary systems is thus. You need to eat food and pay the rent. So you pay the people the money that they want so you can have the things and remain alive. And then if you need more money, which you do, you can get that by working. Unless you're working in the arts, in which case you decidedly cannot. (laughs) And also, apparently, if your daddy owned a bunch of stuff and then he dies and you inherit the stuff, you can get more money out of the stuff that you own without having to work. But I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) So it's all very confusing. Uh, But this fundamentally applies to Bitcoin as well, except instead of using it to pay for rent and food, you use it to pay for guns and online fantasy game subscriptions. So that's Bitcoin. We all understand. Yeah. Yeah. Two opposite ends of the scale. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I reckon a certain cross section of people buy both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to play Dungeons and Dragons and buy AR-15 assault rifles. <laughs> yeah. So Bitcoin, we're all on board. Uh, and I bring this up because of a big Bitcoin business bust bursting onto our broadcasts of late: the seizure of Darknet marketplace Hanser by Dutch police. Oh. Oh. Tell me more. Mm. Hansa, which I hadn't heard of until yesterday, was an anonymous marketplace where you could buy and sell all the supplies you could ever want for a sick party weekend, bro. Drugs, stolen credit cards, and murder for hire. Can I interject for one moment? The Hanso Foundation was uh, the dark uh, foundation that operated on the TV show Lost. Oh, really? Yeah. I also legitimately heard Hanson the first time. Oh, <laughs> they were a dark... <laughs> it's almost definitely <laughs> named after that because, like, all of this shit is named after something super nerdy. Yeah, true. Yeah. Glad that I brought that up and now I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make the dark work, Matt? I would prefer... I, I played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Let the record show that I'm smirking. We need to get Taylor Swift in here to suck his dick. <laughs> Uh, but then last year, in what can only be described as a major party foul, bro, Dutch police <laughs> shut down the site. 
Uh, and what? <laughs> Fuck, I hate these people. So much. <laughs> Uh, what's interesting about this is how they did it because they didn't simply take down the site they took over the site in an elaborate sting operation involving law enforcement agencies from multiple countries whose acronyms were you to combine them would be both unpronounceable and totally defeating of the purpose of acronyms (laughs) (laughs) it ended up the dark web marketplace Hansa was being run by Dutch police for close to a year Uh, now I don't understand the continue (laughs) I just have a lot of feelings about this And I don't understand the complexities of how they managed to do this because there were a lot of words like Tor protected server, anonymized messaging protocol, and the internet, which is like, you know, anyone's guess what that could mean. Uh, But basically, the site's administrators had accidentally let one of their test servers temporarily connect to the regular internet as distinct from the dark internet, which is not distinct from the dark web. Basically, anything with dark before it is the same thing. Like the Tim Burton film Dark Shadows, that's part of it. Dark Knight? Also part of it. Cool. Um, <laughs> was a good film. Oh, the whole Dark Knight trilogy. And even though Batman Begins did not have Dark in the title, it is retroactively fitted into the Dark Knight trilogy and is therefore part of the Dark Web. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about the darkest hour? It's darkest. Mm. Yeah, no. Nah, no, nah, it has to be exact. Um, so anyway, this set off a chain of investigations that resulted in German police arresting two men that were running the site. And because they were anonymous, allowing Dutch police to take over their accounts and start running the site themselves... What does the world come to? <laughs> <laughs> is that just is that their attempt to like gain info, or is it their attempt to make the dark web look uncool? Like, <laughs> <laughs> cops are running it. This oh, is shit. Yeah. <laughs> How did the police? Because presumably they, they ran it for a year. Some people who'd bought drugs from there, or you know, other various illegal objects mm. and paraphernalia had brought them from the police. Mm. Yeah. So when do they well, decide they've got enough information to start selling people drugs? <laughs> and come on, like, I'm just trying to buy some drugs. Like, I'm not hurting anyone but myself, you know. Back off, man. What about if you buy a gun? gun? Yeah. Yeah, if I buy a gun, well. I don't know. Or, like, a murder. What a if you murder. buy a murder? Um, did you actually send you like a little chip or something if you buy a <laughs> so you have, like, certificate? Yeah. Congratulations! I owe you one murder. <laughs> like a loyalty card and a massage. <laughs> yeah, you have like a hole punch card. So they yeah. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but the but the police themselves aren't the people running. The, it's like eBay. Like it's a it's a marketplace oh. facilitating the sale of drugs. Oh it's right. Not like. The police uh, aren't yeah. just cracking so, up the evidence locker and yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get these cocaine out. <laughs> yeah, but after the secret takeover by police, something else happened. The FBI had managed to shut down another anonymous marketplace, Alpha Bay, which was the most popular dark web marketplace. It's also what I call my top girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to give me a second. <laughs> um, so, uh, so this meant that drug buyers and sellers eager to continue their trade flocked to the next biggest site, which was Hansa. And after Alphabet shut down, registrations for new users on Hansa octupled, which is maybe not a word, um, but eight, eight times as many. And Hansa, which, as we all know, was at this point under the control of Dutch police, was now the biggest drug market in Europe. So, for 10 months between 2016 and 2017, the police were running the site. They tracked details of around 1,000 illegal transactions every day. And by the time they ended up shutting it down, they'd collected 10,000 home addresses, 
1,200 bitcoins worth about 12 million US dollars at the time of recording, but possibly a lot more or a lot less uh, (laughs) at the time the podcast goes out. Uh, But finally, and most deliciously, they got the account data of no less than 420,000 users. <laughs> really hope we can get through a whole thing about the Dutch and not make a reference to marijuana. <laughs> no, couldn't do it. It's the figures. <laughs> so the what am I gonna do? I'm just reporting the numbers, Pat. <laughs> not with a bang. Your audio guide to the end of the world. Oh, I have to go. I have to leave. Um, so bye. Oh, okay. Oh, see you, Lindsay. See you, Lindsay. Bye. Not with a bang. Your audio guide to the end of the world. It's hard enough keeping up with the goings-on in France, Germany, the British Isles, and Scandinavia let alone the crap parts of Europe. Or poo-rip, as it were. But with the alleged poisoning of a spy in Britain, the investigation into election meddling in the US, not to mention their own upcoming rigged election, Russia simply demands our attention. So to explain all of this, joining us now is Not With The Bang's resident expert on lesser Europe, Dinky Dye McFairgo. How's it going, Dinky? Oh, it's going the bloody ripper, mates. Wow, thanks for coming on the show to explain all of this, Dinky Dye. No problem, my cobbers. Wow, you're true blue. Yes, it can be difficult to follow all the news in the bits of Europe where the people are white, but they also don't have any money, so we don't care if they live or die. I'm glad to help with this. Now, Dinky, we wanted to ask you about the case of Sergei Skrupal. Now, he worked for the FSB, the new name of the KGB, and sold secrets to MI6. The James Bond one? Yeah, and he was sentenced to jail before being pardoned and sent to Britain in a spy swap. Last week, he and his daughter were attacked with a nerve agent said to mimic the effects of a heart attack in the sleepy English villa of Salisbury. Yes, such tragedy that these two have suffered what appears to be simultaneous heart attacks must be hereditary. Maybe shock of one heart attack has caused the other. Oh, sad. But what about the 21 police officers that were hospitalised after coming into contact with the scene? Mm, seems they were emotionally affected by the distressing sight. Matters of the heart, contagious. Ugh, romance, am I right? Mm, yeah, but it's just been reported that UK forensic investigators found traces of the nerve agent in a Salisbury pub that the pair visited before they collapsed, and have advised 500 people who went to the pub to wash their clothes. Well, if the pub is not clean, pub is not clean. These are questions for the pub. I would not eat there. I wouldn't eat there either, Tinky Dye. We both wouldn't eat there. Well, that explains that. Now to global politics. Uh, You must have heard the stories about Russian meddling with the US election. Is there a concern that the US midterm elections will be affected by Russian-backed trolls and hackers? Oh, who knows what is the truth of these allegations. American so-called intelligence agencies claim that Russia paid for hacking and social media interference in previous election, but it could just have easily been done by Ukrainians or Jews. Ah, sorry, it's just my telephone. Look, as a fellow Australian uh, dinky die, we both love democracy. Now, Russians are going to the polls this Sunday to vote for their next president. Who's going to win? Ah, democracy sausage. Is fair and not real. <laughs> you said it. Mm, Vladimir Putin is very popular. He is handsome, law-abiding man, not like Alexei Navalny. 
Russian people see Alexei Navalny as very unattractive candidate, both because of consistent flouting of Russian law and because blind in one eye like pirates. Oh, yuck, pirates. Hang on. We're talking about a candidate who's been blinded in one eye by Putin's thugs. And I'm pretty sure the only laws he's in contravention of are the ones that have been specifically created to hinder his campaign. Oh no, this man is hardened criminal. For instance, his illegal appearing at dissident protests result in his being arrested and put in jail. And then when released by forgiving President Putin, he is put on probation, which restricts his legal ability to travel. Yet, before this restriction is placed on him, there is he traveling around country as if there wasn't about to be laws placed on him to prevent him from doing so. Also, he is maybe fascist? Oh, wow, a fascist pirate? Double yuck. He doesn't sound like a very nice fellow. Now, here's something that might be a little tough to explain. We've heard reports that a bag containing 54 severed human hands, 27 pairs, has been found on an island 30 kilometers from the Chinese border. What could that possibly be about? Yes, is this perhaps hastily disposed evidence linked to organised crime or a nearby prison camp? Say it ain't so dinky. Ah, it's simple. When forensics lab have too many hands, they need to dispose of the excess hands. And anyway, there was an even number of hands, so clearly no dissidents were hurt. Wait, did you just say dissidents? I don't say dissidents, I say surplus hands. Many hands make light work, Pat. Many hands, in fact, very heavy. Exactly. Look, Dinky Die, if that is your real name. (gasps) Pat McCaffrey! I'm about 80% sure that you're an expert in all things Russia because you are, in fact, 100% Russian. I am so sorry, Dinky. I don't think that's right. It's not like the Kremlin is listening to our little podcast here in Australia. Thanking you kindly, Lance. In case the Kremlin is listening, which of course I hope is not, but in case Kremlin is listening, the white-tailed eagle is ready to return to the nest. Wow, and you're a bird watcher. See that, that there sounded awfully like a coded message. No code, only Russian folk story. White-tailed eagle is ready to return to nest. Wow, the white-tailed eagle is going to return to its nest, huh? (laughs) Shows how much I know about birds, Dinky Die. I heard nesting season was over. Nesting season is over? Who tells you this? Oh, oh cool. What's that, a mint? Dos vidanya. I don't want to impose Dinky Die, but can I have one of those? She's foaming at the mouth. Yum, a sherbet lolly. Should we call an ambulance? Wow, she's having a little sleep. Dinky Die, you seem pretty tired. We're going to let you have a rest on the floor just there. So uh, thanks so much for coming on the program to tell us all about the mysterious nation of Russia. Sleep tight. with a bang. That was another fun-filled episode of Not With A Bang. You should rate us on Apple Podcasts, because if you do that, then the Apple algorithm says Not With A Bang is good. You should listen to it. And then more people listen to it. And then there'll be more people to hear me tell them to rate Not With A Bang uh, on Apple Podcasts. smooth. Um, you can follow our social medias on at NWABpod on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can follow Pat McCaffrey on Twitter at, at Pat McCaffrey. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Turnbull. And you can follow Matt at the wonderful handle. You actually can't. Really? Uh, yeah, there's a trick. I'm not on social media anymore. You took cool. it? What? I'm, I'm off the grid, baby. But nice. I love your Twitter handle. Which was, for those listening, 69 Matt Young 420. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sadly, it is no more. <laughs> Surely um, you bought the rights to it, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the back no pocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can you follow me? Yes. No, <laughs> no you can't. No, I have an anonymous Twitter. You can't. I'm not going to tell you. Do you really? Yeah. 
okay. I tweet about conflict around the world. I know, I know you have a Twitter, yeah. but I just didn't know like, we weren't allowed to say what it is. No, it's, it's a big secret. Oh, okay. You can follow uh, just random Twitter accounts. And <laughs> <my Twitter. laughs> so, give it a go. If you see a really good tweet, that, that one might have been Lindsay. So, yeah, it was. If it was good, it was me. If it was bad, it was that bastard Lance. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the other Twitter accounts, <laughs> all the egg ones that just harass women. <laughs> Those are all me. There's three Twitter accounts. There's Lindsay's, all of Lance's, and 69 Mayhem for 20. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else notable that uses Twitter. <laughs> Pat, do you have any plugs? Uh, no. You don't want to plug, plug a certain television show that you were on? Oh, yeah. Before? You should watch Mad as Hell, because I, I work on that now. But that's not the reason you should watch it. <laughs> you shouldn't just watch it because you know me. It's also very good. Um, yeah, so watch that on Wednesdays, 8.30pm. I already do watch that, but now I'll watch the credits as well. <laughs> Stay tuned right to the end. And Matt Young, I happen to know, is in a show by Alastair Baldwin, Kit Richards, and Matt Young, which is called Young, Rich, and Bald. Yep. Cool. The worst name we could think of. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's at uh, the Loop Project Space and Bar on uh, through the Comedy Festival in April. It is on Monday the 9th, Tuesday the 10th, Wednesday the 11th, Thursday the 12th of April, and Monday the 16th of April. I'm so glad someone knows that. <laughs> at 8pm to 9.30pm. So that's like, what, half an hour each? Is that shouldn't be. It should be 8 till 9. <laughs> I gotta write more jokes. Well, it says eight to nine thirty. So, oh, okay. okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Come along and watch that. No, you you just keep doing the same amount of jokes. The others can do a festival show. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> they can do whatever they like. Yeah. And then there's bloody Lindsay and me under the title Lindsay and Lance <laughs> in the, in the, the raw comedy Victorian preliminary finals on March twenty second. 7.30pm at the Evelyn Hotel Fitzroy. My parents are coming, so I'm already mortified. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Oh, yeah, oh, we nice. got wildcarded. I thought yeah. that was going to be the case. I was like, yeah. you guys are bullshitting <laughs> I was there. <laughs> you did not get through. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. No, we did get through. Yeah. As is right and correct. Yeah. yeah. Always right with the world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so stop writing letters. <laughs> yeah. 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 Forget about yeah. it. No, there was a I, had a... I had a targeted Twitter harassment campaign against all the judges. <laughs> <laughs> I was just calling them sluts <laughs> on Twitter. You can see, yeah, stop harassing the Victorian Arts Council. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it works. So, yeah. do it a bit. Oh, of course, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that. And we'll see you again another time. Bye. Bye. You can't just wave at a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and yet he did. <laughs>